Alrighty, we are back with another episode of Motorsport Minute. I am your host, Mitchell Bettenhausen, and today our guest is Thomas Fries. Uh, I call Thomas the Mini Truck Master. He has a pretty, pretty sweet little ride we're going to learn about today. Uh, Thomas, you want to want to tell us a little bit about yourself? So, like you said, my name's Thomas Fries. Reside in New Salem, North Dakota. Uh, live on a farm and ranch. Uh, keeping on the motorsports trip. I do work on a lot of shitty equipment and uh, vehicles, so I know my way around a wrench, a screwdriver, and a roll of duct tape. So coming back to Mitchell's question on the mini truck, so I got a 2004 Suzuki Carry, four-wheel drive, five-speed, high-low transfer case, the real deal. So... I purchased this uh, truck, and I'm sure you'll see an intro video on it or so. Uh, purchased it from a neighbor. Engine was shot. So, took it to my place. Obviously, tried to get it from him for a reasonable price, which I did. Uh, learned my uh, skills around screwing someone over from Mitchell. So, uh, got the best on that one. Just kidding. But, yeah. Found a motor for it. Funny thing is, uses the same motor as a Articat snowmobile engine from that era. Found one in Bismarck locally for 250 bucks. Swapped that one in. Had to change a couple things. The major things were oil pan and oil sump pickup tube. So it was honestly fairly easy. Uh, had that motor swapped out in less than a day with no knowledge of it whatsoever. So that one lasted, uh, not sure if it lasted a year. The wife overheated that motor <laughs> because the coolant fan was burned out, which I didn't know, which I'm guessing happened to the first motor as well. So moving on. Comes, uh, yeah, January of this of this year, 2022. It wouldn't start worth a shit during the winter time, so I knew it was time to pull it into the shop. Doing some reading, uh, looking through some archives and some forums. Like I said, uses that same motor from the same era, Articat snowmobile four stroke. So. You can get a, they had a turbo motor of that year. So, looked into it, found one in Bemidji. We were out in Minnesota for Christmas, so it just kind of all, work, all worked out. Not saying that we went to Christmas in Minnesota to pick up that motor, but that was a good reason to go out there. So, picked that up, brought her back home, quit my job for three weeks in March, got that motor swapped in. <laughs> Honestly, I was switching jobs at the time, but quitting work sounds cooler. That's a good excuse. So. <laughs> good excuse. Very good excuse. So, yeah, it took some fabrication. I wasn't the first one to do it. Um, obviously, the turbo had to be remounted under the bed of the truck. Couldn't be mounted straight off the exhaust manifold because the four-wheel drive shaft was in the way. So that took some fabrication. There was some intake work, um, the intercooler, 
there was quite a bit of wiring that had to be manufactured and I owe a lot of credit to those that have done it before there was two other people in the United States that had done it and there's probably maybe one or two more but there's a guy in Canada as well but total I can think of is five including mine that this whole swap had uh, been done so through my work and through knowledge that they had already had got her swapped over ran into some issues uh at first startup it wouldn't stay running and that turned out to be i didn't have the cam sensor wires swapped over i had to use both wiring harnesses the one from the mini truck and the one from the snowmobile the one from the snowmobile would run all the engine sensors injectors stuff like that the one from the mini truck still runs the coolant fan which unfortunately i'm still not sure if that one's working now so <laughs> that's to be determined we could be revisiting this back a year from now right we'll have to have the third third engine swap <laughs> yeah, i mean pretty, what what brought you i mean what made you even think about this just youtube and stuff yeah, YouTube, and there's a pretty awesome uh, mini truck page on Facebook. So there's a lot of great ideas on there. Um, and, you know, when you take something that weighs 1,500 pounds and of its size and as awesome as it is, making it uh, 110, 120 horse as opposed to 25 horse with someone pushing behind it, it's right. kind of a big deal. So Yeah, I mean, uh, as everyone... Whoever's listening, uh, not able to watch the, not able to watch the YouTube version. Uh, we will have a little clip of him. He did some burnouts for us. Uh, I'll have some pictures posted as well of kind of the swap. As he said, you know, there's only a few out there, so that's kind of neat. That's why I wanted to get Tom on. Uh, you know, he is kind of a gearhead himself, uh, just like all of us. Kind of meshes with the motorsport scene. And, you know, one of five, even if there's 10 of them out there that are done, you know, that's, that's a pretty small sample size. So it's pretty sweet. Um, glad to say I had one do a pretty gnarly burnout in my shop. <laughs> and I'm glad to say I left some uh, tire tread on there. Yeah. I need to borrow some tires on the way home. But. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to. Uh, so most of our audience is uh, derby people, so we'll have to see if they can maybe sponsor some uh, or gift us some donuts for you to get home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Much appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. So other than that, I mean, Tom, Tom's built this truck pretty sweet. Does a lot of other things, you know, I don't know, between ramping his uh, razor, filling the bed of this full of hay. And uh, he's a pretty big sheep guy. If you want to tell us a little bit about your sheep life. Yeah, so my wife and I, we run a uh, commercial herd of sheep specializing in uh, market lamb animals specifically for the show world. So we travel the countryside working with junior showmen uh, with their 4-H and junior livestock projects. And that's mostly her mostly her ideas i'm there to support her and uh help her out whenever needed but she is definitely the brains behind it and i am definitely the brawn so <laughs> i'm definitely willing to acknowledge that 
Hey, you got to support their dreams. Everyone's everyone's got one. Yep, everyone's got their dreams, and you're a better person helping that other one succeed in theirs as well. So, right. Yeah, I mean, your dreams sitting right out back. Exactly. Like I said, I I like working on junk, and it just seems to happen to find me all the time. So, didn't uh, just recently you bought a new side by side, and wasn't there? uh, Was it new? Close to new? Yeah, so, yeah, that's a great story. I tried to forget about that one. So, this is a story for, I could tell you for hours, but we'll make it short and sweet. So, whatever, working or looking at a side-by-side for a while, we were, the wife and I, always looking for ideas to get out and, you know, explore the world, and I usually like to keep it in something that interests me more than her, selfishly, but... She don't need to know that. Hopefully she don't watch this. But yeah, so I found this uh, side-by-side out in Miles City, 2021 Yamaha R-Max. Pretty much like a Polaris General type of deal, sporty and also usable on the farm. Had 300 miles on it. Brought it home. Uh... Got 40 miles on her, and the engine started making a noise. So, hmm, just my luck. <laughs> Knew it was going to happen the whole time. Had a good feeling about it. So, lift the bed up. Notice uh, there's a bolt missing out of the valve cover. So, I'm like, hmm. And the hole didn't line up. So, I took a screwdriver to see if it jiggled or not. It didn't. So, pulled the valve cover off. Looked underneath there, and one of the camshaft hold downs is snapped, broke, cracked. So I was like, huh, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> so, and then there's four bolts that hold, or held that hold down. So whatever, tighten them up a little bit. Maybe, you know, at least it won't make as much noise anymore, and I might be able to move it from point A to point B. So did that. Didn't drive it, called the dealership. The nice thing about this dealership, they're open on Saturdays and Sundays. So called them on Saturday. Uh, talked to him about it. That salesman wasn't there that day. Referred me to the mechanic to see if he knew anything about it. And uh, sure enough, the mechanic instantly instantly knew exactly what I was talking about. He said, yeah, is that that white one? I said, yeah. And he said, yeah, that one was just in here for a full engine rebuild. I mean, this is a new machine. Yamaha had just come out with it in like the fall of 2020. So, yeah, he was like, yeah, I knew all about it. Rebuilt the motor on that one. Yamaha never had any motors. They couldn't ship us a new motor. So we ended up rebuilding it. Like, well, that's fucking awesome. Nobody told me that from the (laughs) get-go. That's what you get for doing business on Sundays, I guess, because <laughs> that's when I picked it up. So he was like, yeah, bring it back. We'll rebuild it. Or uh, then I went back to a salesman and he said, yeah, we'll give you your money back. So that put a pretty sour taste in my mouth. And I took it back or Jamie took it back, my wife. So yeah, we left that one there, got our money back. Thankfully, good dealership. They could have straight up said, Fuck you. Right. And yeah, it's they, your they problem. They could have definitely put it to you. Yeah. I mean, most definitely could have. So Yeah, I'm, I'm 
good at getting bent over, so I was prepared for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's tough. But it's uh, I don't know. Did they ever come come with a conclusion of like why, who, or just said is what it is? That's what happened, or I don't know if. I got a lemon. He reassured me the person that rebuilt that motor would not forget to torque those bolts. So, I mean, the person that had it before, you know, put 300 miles on it. Because I bought it with, like, 309. Right. So. Like, basically new. Yeah, basically brand new. And he, the guy, that guy still had it under warranty. And he said, oh, the one thing the salesman did tell me, which never trust a salesman said yeah the guy had it for a few hundred miles and it just it wasn't for his needs so he got a ranger well he could have bought a boat for all i know right yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's a tough situation but then again they did they did kind of give you your money back so yeah, besides, they didn't give me the $4 diesel to go out there right. twice. So. Right. But well, at oh least well. it wasn't $5.50 <laughs> like it is now. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Gotta Always look at the brighter things in life. Gotta love inflation. Right. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, well, that's what we're living with, and we got another couple of years of it. So makes everything everything we do you know, more costly uh, between these uh as I was telling him, you know, we're heading out of state in a couple of weeks to do a few few podcasts with a few people, you know, just the added cost to everything. Uh, like Tom said there, well, you guys go all over the place. Every time I text you, you're in Oklahoma or Texas or Nebraska or kind of all over. So, I mean, does the fuel restrict you guys from doing the sheep shows or? I mean, definitely I'm kind of more so the money manager than the wife, so I would like it to restrict us a little more, but we're also in the building stage. So trying to get our name out there, trying to get our genetics out there to all over the country pretty much. And yeah, it's been, it hasn't, we haven't really made it a restriction yet, but and we really can't at this point. It's one of those things we'll probably have to make up for it somewhere else. So, you know, whether that be in can't buy a 30 rack of bush this week or, you know, can't can't go hammer down on some McDonald's when you got the munchies or something like that. So you got to save in different categories and make up for it. Right. Yeah, the few people I've talked to uh, prior to you, you know, they basically said the same thing and maybe can't do everything they used to. But they can still do most of it as long as they manage manage the money, manage the financials, which is true. But it's still, I mean, it's a lot more stressful. You know, instead of going to the bar until 1 a.m., you might have to quit at 11.30. Yep. Which yeah. always should anyways. Exactly. And I think one of the last times I went to the bar was with you and I ended up sleeping in the back of your van in your shop. So <laughs> I think that's a good note to end it on there for my bar experience for... Yeah, 2022 anyways yeah well we, we don't drink so. <laughs> yeah this any any budweiser new thing ever heard of it yeah Me either <laughs> so what are, any projects coming down the pipeline any new fabs that you got to work on or oh uh, nothing huge like that motor swap was probably one of the most uncomfortable things i did and i would prefer not to do something like that again 
That's pretty um, cool you hopped into it, though, without knowledge of doing it. I mean, like I said earlier, I'll show some pictures. I mean, you had to do quite a bit of fabrication. I mean, other than it kind of bolting in, yep. kind of, you fabbed everything. So Yeah, I mean, shit, bolting the motor to the transmission, that was easy. That's six bolts, and right. you can drop the motor out of that in a half hour, unplug everything, and it's out at the bottom. But, I mean, there's still those little things you run into and those people you relied on to help you may not always be available or they end up telling you, figure it out. Because, I mean, they had to do the same. But for the most part, it was pretty good. But, yeah, like I told you, I had 50 to 100 hours of work into it because I had three weeks off work and in between jobs and i not sure if i got it all done in that time frame so and that was during lambing and calving and all that so then you got them interruptions so right right yeah i don't remember when uh i officially seen it but i feel like it took you longer than that three weeks i think you had it running but not like tip-top condition yet. yep yeah when we rode around in it i didn't even have the box on it yet so it's still in the that's right testing stage yeah. is the first ride i got in this truck uh had no box so it was probably like 300 pounds lighter yet it uh say the least that thing scoots <laughs> thing scoots yeah so if i'm sure there's people out there wondering what there is for a top speed because oh he said he got it from 25 horse to 110 horse <laughs> well i have had it up to 90 <laughs> Miles per hour, the speedometer is in kilometers per hour. That pegs out at 120 kilometers per hour. But, yeah, you know, you throw the old phone on the dash, and <laughs> you're going 90, and honestly handles it great. Yeah. So It's narrow, so you would think it would be kind of squirrely, but because eh, it's, what, 13-inch tires? It Stock, they have 12s on it with oh. some cookie cutters, but I did find some 13s off of some old shitty toyota or something so now it's got 13s and honestly i wanted to say it handled a lot better with those 12s on it with these little wider tires it's a little more sketchy on grab loose gravel yeah oh right i don't know she'll be getting some tire upgrades so then she'll have some mud diggers on it so (laughs) yeah i mean yeah you'll have the power next thing you'll be doing is tearing out the rear end yeah exactly and I, i already know the clutch is gonna go because when i had it ripped apart this last time she was pretty dry i mean oh. it's a dry clutch but the bearing or throw it bearing was pretty dry so you know what you do when you want to get shit together you throw a little grease in there <laughs> try as much as you can right. right just do it the easy way yeah yeah do it the easy way not the right way yeah that's uh yeah so i don't know he probably never looked at it yet but i got a car out there i pulled back into my shop i'd like to finish this winter i worked on it in high school and you know for most most of it i did a pretty decent job but the other stuff it's like i can tell i was just trying to get it running and i was 17 years old you know holy cow like no fan on the engine i don't know what i was thinking just let's just drive it i don't know let's burn her up the first road trip well i think that's how you do it yeah right (laughs) right yeah so i don't know yeah, the guy does some weird things in a rush, and then they always end up breaking and wonder why. <laughs> but that's that's life. But that's uh, 
as everyone that probably watches knows, most of us work on junk. Uh, most of us are blue-collared people that can't afford new stuff. So. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I own a Ford, so like you said, what's my next project? Well, I got to replace an exhaust manifold on that, and that doesn't sound like a very fun project. So when those uh, manifold bolts strip out, then I'll be bringing them to Mitchell Bettenhausen's Garage, Inc. <laughs> so. Yeah, I suppose we could do some sort of fab over here. <laughs> I know I, I seen something today or yesterday. Someone was trying to push bushings out of a leaf spring, but they were using a punch and a sledgehammer and just a foot on the leaf. I thought, oh, my gosh. I, I mean, I've done it, done stupid things like that, but, you know, we, we bought a press now, and it's like I don't know how I ever did anything like that. I didn't think I videoed that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it takes time to get stuff, though, even even in the shop. I mean, slowly buying tools, you know. I, I can't afford to buy them all right away, but I don't know. It's Even a press was a game changer, but we built a lot of Corel panels with it, so that was, that was the main need. Now I push bearings and all the car stuff with it, too. So Well, yeah, farm. Write that off. Schedule F, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good thing it was like a family thing. So it actually was Greg's dad's uncles or something like that. So it was, didn't have to buy it. It was Greg's. We just brought it from the Quonset over here. Once we finally had a nice place to work. Yeah, I see it. It's a hell of a press. You guys should see it. It's uh, it's something else. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> yeah. So got to go home back to the wife tonight. Said she's getting groceries. Yeah, she said she wanted to go over some financials, but <laughs> well, you're a loan officer, so it's you just got money coming out whenever you need it. You just write your name, right? Yeah, it's more so the going out than the coming in thing. That's where the issue arises. Oh, yeah, you are supposed to pay it back. I think <laughs> that's what they say. I I can't share any secrets on this channel though. So right, right. You can't do the embezzlement on here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's a few news articles on other people if you want to yeah. check that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, uh, probably not a good topic to get on. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, loan loan officers, so anyone watching uh, need to buy a new vehicle or uh, to, to, uh, can't afford anything else, he'll help you out. He helps people out every day. Poor people like me. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, some people rely on it. That's yeah. the way of life. So No, it is. Yeah, not everyone can afford everything. No one. No, not no one, but most everyone I know can't yep. have to do it the American way, the American dream, right? Yeah. Buy, buy a house, do a lot of other things, get in debt, and just keep on living. Yeah, and that's, I mean... You and I both farm and ranch, and, you know, you can't, obviously you need a operating loan if you're at some sort of scale and can't cash flow all that. So, I mean, when you're only, your income comes in one time a year, and your expenses are throughout the whole year. So, right. I mean, it's easy for some of those financial advisors or individuals to say, 
you know, debt free and blah, blah, don't need any loans, but right. that's you, some people do. Yeah. And, uh, got to get a loan so I can afford my hobbies with my other cash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, back, I don't know, when we first moved into our house, uh, on the farm, we had some friends tell us, I don't know why you guys complain about bills. You're just on the farm, doesn't that? Can't you write everything off? Doesn't that pay for itself? They're like, we got way more bills, and they lived in an apartment and maybe had like one vehicle. It's like, boy, if you guys only knew. Oh yeah, especially when you're starting from the bottom or starting from scratch. Thankfully, I'm sure both of us have had family that's helped us out. Otherwise, we'd be in a bigger stronghold. But I wouldn't be able to do the podcast. <laughs> I'd still be on wood field work. Wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, no, I can't, you know, you can't anymore start without help. Yeah. I, I don't know oh, how yeah. you, I don't know how you could, especially in like the farming world or, you know, if you had to do that, you wouldn't even have time or the money to do your mini truck or things like that. It's just, yeah. it's, the world is going in an unaffordable direction. When you're when you're depending on something that's so volatile, it's not so easy. That's why we continue to work day jobs. So, <laughs> yeah, right, I got to work a day job and come home and work another job, and then do this and uh, a lot of other things, and still broke by week two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh well, right. That's the way she goes. That's the American dream. Yeah, we're living it. Yeah. Living it right now. I don't. I think that term is kind of phasing out from what i've heard because there isn't much of one anymore (laughs) yeah i don't know what kind of dream we got but we got a dream about something i'm dreaming about you giving me two gallons of gas to get home i know that (laughs) boy that could be a stretch (laughs) that might have used it all in the pressure washer (laughs) Uh, yeah Uh, we can maybe spare you a couple gallons i suppose no, I'll just call AAA. Yeah. Get my money's worth. Maybe if uh, we had some more people subscribe, <laughs> we could afford to buy them some gas. So everyone watching, this is your chance. Go hit the button down in the corner and subscribe so Tom can get home tonight. Need some gas. <laughs> yeah, he needs some more of the diesel fuel, and he needs some premium for the mini truck. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's next. Nothing's next. Just farm farm away, sheep away. Yep. We'll be lambing here probably around Christmas time. Uh, not only work on shitty vehicles and that, but also work on building projects. And yeah, I see you're adding on to the barn again. Yep. So doing that, insulating, uh, heating, uh, pretty much a general contractor as well, but I... <laughs> I'm far from licensed, if that's what it takes to be qualified. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, Tom and I call each other quite often, sharing ideas on building projects. And even on when he was working on this, I think he called a couple times on just odds and ends. But ads, you know, even building this or when you built your barn, I know we a lot of times recall, what would you do? What do you think would look better? And I ain't no builder, but... I feel like I did a lot better job than a lot of people would have mm-hmm. done. Maybe it's because it's my own, took a little more pride. I don't know. But, boy, I don't know. Any more people just start throwing things up and charging 
a lot for it. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean that's just not the the cost of to have someone else do the labor for you nowadays, but for what you get out of it, more often than not, I've heard people more disappointed than they are uh, thrilled, I guess, for their ending project. Well, and there's since the market is so hot, there's so many people out there just trying to start a small business. Commend them 100%. We're, you know, me and my business partner with Timeless, we're trying to do it, you know, trying to build up our clientele and all that. But uh, there's some people that should just maybe, if it's not working, just maybe try something else. We've had, we've had a few contractors do some work and it got done, but in a rough way. I mean, in my opinion, rough. I'm not the overall pickiest person, but it was it was tough. And I'm a lot softer bitch than you, so I'm <laughs> scared of confrontation when it comes to a, a correction that needs to be made. So well, you there, there's a downfall. You should have called me. <laughs> yeah, I, I could have exactly. care of it. Well, I told you forever you should be a project manager. Yeah, maybe maybe that's my next uh, venture. Go be a project manager. Yep, calling it timeless uh, managements. Yeah, property managements. Yeah, and construction managements. Yeah. So if anyone anyone listening needs a construction manager, I guess give me a call. I'll hook you up. And if anybody needs a construction loan, give me a call. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, see, we can make this work. Yeah. Gosh, maybe I do got to do something like that. I don't know. That probably wouldn't pay the bills either. <laughs> I've got too many hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> they're all self-inflicted yeah the wife, the wife reminds me the wife reminds me constantly I, I i think i complained about doing i don't know what it was the other night something with my cars or i don't know what it was <laughs> yeah i got the the dirty look and uh you got way too many hobbies the way it is i don't know what i was gonna i was probably gonna start doing something else who knows you know i was gonna quit derbying and then i Kept doing that, and, but I wanted to do the mud thing, mud running. So let's buy a mud pickup and quit derbying. Well, now I do both of those, so I might as well add something else to the plate. You know, might as well start racing motocross again. I don't know. Just break a leg. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. Well, are those headphones noise canceling? Maybe keep them on walking around the house. Won't have to listen to her shit. So. <laughs> right? I think I got some noise canceling ones around here. <laughs> can toss them in. I'm sure she would appreciate it. Maybe when I go to bed tonight, that's what I'll do. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, that's what we got. Pretty short pod today. Um, but it was a good one. A lot of laughs. Tom's always a fun guy to visit with. Uh, great guy. Gearhead, just like all of us. And uh, likes to fabricate stuff, just like the all of us. Uh, not many people can buy new parts. And... Uh, like I said, we'll show you some pictures on how we get it done. Thanks, everyone. Like I said, hit that subscribe button.